1: You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. Tuesday guest, uh, Davey, how you doing, my
0: man? Good. I, uh, I'm just trying to get myself back under control after those uh, comments you dropped there. Don't fight idiot with idiot or uh, beat you with experience. That's good stuff, Jason. I like that. I <laughs> would well, then... like to know, though... like what goes through someone's mind when they decide, you know what, I'm at a game and, and I'm going to fight that fan? Like I would really, really like to know, presumably, or maybe I'm making an assumption, you both have to go to work in the morning. I would feel like that probably wouldn't be the right course of action.
1: It, it isn't. I've, I've seen it happen a few times. I'm always perplexed. Uh, I do think sometimes, you know, alcohol is involved and so you're not making the uh, the best decision. At time, I've seen some though where, like, I could see, okay, you know what, it's a spur of the moment. Wow, I made a bad decision. But I've seen people yammering for five minutes, and then they, and I'm like, dude, that's not a split second decision. Now you would no. in, in where it's just like, hey, you know what? All right, hey, you know what? Um, I'll disagree. Let's move on. We're not going to fight. But it happens. Um, I, I do know that uh, Fridays and Saturday nights, uh, having talked to the, uh, the the arena security, are uh, are definitely more likely for uh, for cuffs and uh, wrong decisions being made. Uh-huh. So uh, it is a Tuesday night. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it is a it is a good decision evening for all the fans in attendance. And uh, you know that'll lead to, to the question: Will be a good decision e- evening for uh, for players on the ice? Um, the Edmonton Oilers are on an absolute heater, uh, winning eighteen of twenty one, including their last ten straight. Uh they've only allowed two goals or less in, in their last eight wins. Uh completely outshooting teams, outscoring teams, that got the most goals. They've only the Jets have allowed fewer goals here in the last uh 2 months than than the Edmonton Oilers. Uh the Toronto Maple Leafs th- they're not playing terrible day, but when I watch the Leafs right now, they look a little bit what like the Oilers were last year at times where they play well and then all of a sudden they're Santa Claus and they give up a real gift.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, they've obviously had a, a tough time holding leads over the last three games. And when you add all that up at the end of the year, um, you, you really you really squander points that way. You know, they were up against the Islanders 3-1. to They let that game get away lost in overtime, so there's a point. Then they were up 3-0 against the Avalanche on Saturday in the first period. I don't care uh, how good... The other team is, and the Avs are a good team, but you know, so too apparently are the Leafs, or at least we're told. Right, your your top guys at least need to be able to saw off the other team's top guys when it's your depth that give you an early lead, like it like it happened on Saturday night. Couldn't do that, lost in regulation. So there's another two points out the door. There's three points, and then against the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday, a team that I should point out arrived at the or the Scotiabank Arena. At 5.57, they drove into the building for a game that was originally scheduled for 7. They pushed it back to 7.30, ultimately started (laughs) at 7.52. But nonetheless, they were in the airport the whole day. Um, They came out with with a lackluster effort, um, especially considering uh, prior to the game, in the morning, Sheldon Keefe said the mood's not good in here. The guys are pissed that we let that 3 nothing lead slip away. He shook the lines up in a way that he rarely shakes the lines up. And you had a goalie in Elias Samsonov starting for the first time since December the 29th that they were trying to build back up. And I think the only positive thing you take out of that game was that was was that Samsonov played in a way that it, at least they can turn to him again. But they certainly didn't help their goalie out. So there's another two points out the window that that you need to find a way to get against a divisional uh, opponent that's had as tough a day as they did. So there's five points that are out the window that re- and, and they have the lead in that game. The Leafs did too against Detroit. Five points out the window that by the time you add that up at the end of the year, you add in losses to Chicago, Columbus a couple of times. Like you're talking twelve to fifteen points. And that's the reason why you're in a in a either a dogfight or you don't win the division, as opposed to comfortably being in a battle for the top slot in the division.
1: Hey Dave, I just curious to get your thoughts on the Penguins and um your thoughts on Jake Getzel. If if they wind up signing, obviously Sidney Crosby's having another great year, but it seems like there's so many teams just kind of right there on whether they're in it or they're not. What are your thoughts on Pittsburgh and if if they sign Jake and where they're at?
0: Like it's really difficult, right? Because I, I think when you're the Pittsburgh Penguins and you've got a guy like Sidney Crosby having the year that he is, he's playing unbelievable. And if getting Malkin and Chris Letang on the roster, I think the feeling is that you kind of owe them the best roster possible to to continue to take kicks at the Stanley Cup. But in in all seriousness. Do we even if they squeeze in? Do we really look at Pittsburgh as a team that can contend for a Stanley Cup? Um, I I don't I don't and I certainly don't see that happening um, over the next year or two as, as Sid and Gino ultimately get a little bit older and 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 time catches up to to every great athlete no matter how good they are. Um, so Jay Gensel in a position right now, guys, where uh, he is in probably the best position he will ever be to command a big ticket. He's going to want to get a big ticket. He deserves a big ticket. Does it make sense for, for Pittsburgh to give him that type of a contract? You know, six, seven, eight years at probably in and around 8 million, probably right. 8 million bucks. I don't think it really does. I mean, that kind of sets you back moving forward. Um, when you're going to tr- want to try to turn it over eventually, you know, in the next, like what, logically two, three years. So that's a really difficult one. It makes more sense, logically speaking, to move them along, try to get something for them. On the other hand, you want to try to provide Sid and Gino with the best roster possible. Like I I think you have to make a really tough choice and, and say, you know what, you probably got to move them at the deadline, but I don't think they're going to do it.
1: Well, I think the bigger challenge is that they're right in the playoff race, right? And and they and they could be in a playoff spot. And here's the thing about the East, Dave. You get in the postseason. I know, I look at you know, the Rangers, and after that, like, Carolina's – did you know that Carolina is 30th in points by forwards? To me, like, it's great that you get all these points by defensemen and goals by defensemen, but when you look at the odds of defensemen scoring goals – it's it's not as high and sustainable long term. So I look at Carolina; they're a really good team, but this I've seen this movie from Carolina year after year after year. Come playoff yeah. time, I don't think they have the difference maker. And uh, that, no, I think they need to
0: get that guy. Yeah, at and the
1: deadline. so it's hard to get them. So to me, if you're Pittsburgh and you get in the postseason and you've got some difference makers on your team, hell, you could win two rounds. I like I wouldn't be sh- like if Pittsburgh beat Toronto. I, I I think Florida's good and the Rangers like. Anybody who beats them would probably be an upset. Uh, the Bruins, eh, maybe, but I still don't love their center ice depth. So I honestly think there's the Rangers and the Florida Panthers. And then after that, from three to to ten, I'm not sure it's a, like if Elias Sorokin gets in the playoffs, would we be stunned if he stood on his head and a one and won a series in six, right? So I could see why the Penguins are hesitant to do it. I also understand where you know they could get a pretty good return for Jake Gunsell, So it is tough, but I think like they pushed all their chips in at the, in the summertime, didn't they? To go in.
0: Well, they did. Yeah, they did when they went out and got Eric Carlson, yeah. which to me didn't make a ton of sense. Because we've seen, again, that movie before when he's with another sort of alpha dog in the blue line and Brent Burns in San Jose didn't really work out all that well. And you got a guy in Chris Letain that's kind of bumped Chris a little bit from the role that he had been in um, in the past. So that didn't make a lot of sense. They, they did push all their chips. But like, logically, guys, how, how many more years can Pittsburgh, even if this year you can consider them legit contenders, how many more years after this? Like, two? No. Is that even too rich? So then what if you sign Jake Ansel and then you turn around in a couple of years, he's got six years left at, at eight-plus. You know, what do you do with that then? Can you move that deal? Maybe, but it's not going to help you for, for at least three-quarters of that contract right? Yeah. So, so I. that's why you got to be like St. Louis. I thought last year, Doug Armstrong had some top decisions to make when they were kind of in the hunt for a playoff spot in the West. And he made them. He moved uh, Tarasenko and he moved uh, Ryan O'Reilly. And I think it was the best thing for the franchise to help start to turn the page from their glory here of winning the Stanley cup. It's a tough decision to make. I just, I don't see how signing Jay Gensel for eight years at big money is is really going to help you um, for for and even half of the the duration of that deal.
1: Dave McCarthy from uh, Sirius XM. yeah, it's a great debate. There's no question about it. I, I do. We all know the inevitable is coming in Pittsburgh, but they're, I think they're trying to avoid it because if if they decide to rebuild. Then Sidney Crosby might just say, "Okay, well that's great, but I'm going to go sign somewhere else because I want to." And which they might just have to live with anyway. And could you right. imagine if Sidney Crosby next next trade deadline's on the trade market? <laughs> <laughs> right, like, hey, it's a pretty big name to get in, and there's a guy who's a pretty responsible player. So that would be yeah. that would be an interesting. It's, one.
0: It, it's just funny though, guys. Like all of these teams that try to delay the inevitable, like it never ultimately. Like Calgary, ten years or so ago when Jerome McGinley was kicking around the last couple of years there, they really were a team to me that tried to delay the inevitable and nothing good came out of it. It it just, it never seems to work. So I know it's a difficult decision to have to make in the, in the, in the here and now, but I think you have to make it sometimes. Otherwise, you know, you're going to really put yourself in a tight spot for five to eight years down the road.
1: Yeah, no, that's, uh, it's, it's very fair. What do you, what do you make of the, uh, you know, Jack Eichel today in the Vegas Golden Knights? How concerned are you about the Knights with Eichel out weeks after successful lower body surgery?
0: Yeah, I'm not entirely concerned because Mark Stone missed weeks at this time last year and they were able to chug along quite nicely in his absence and then he got back and away they went. So um, thankfully for them this year, Mark Stone seems to be healthy. He's playing really well. Um, had a hat-trick the other night. Um, I-, I think they'll be okay. I-, I think they've got enough of a structure and a foundation built in Vegas that they can withstand um, a guy or two being out of the lineup. Shea Theaters obviously been out as well. It doesn't help on the back end. But-, but I don't see them cratering uh i i really don't and then you know i've heard nothing to suggest that this is season ending for jack Eichel. i don't think it is so as long as they're able to just keep their heads above water um he'll get back and then i think away they'll go i'm not i'm not particularly concerned.
1: selling a little or a lot
0: absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
0: heard about this one. Davey, uh,
1: any fun predictions tonight for orders and leaves?
0: Well... um, yeah. I wish I could tell you, because it's always a prediction each Leaf game, which team is going to show up on any given night. Is it going to be the the team that from time to time we, we get to see and we're like, OK, that's that's a serious team right there. They look like they can do some damage. Or is it going to be the team that you know showed up on Sunday night where it appeared the only reason they showed up to play that night is because it said they had to on the schedule. Um, that'll be the test. And if, if, if they don't, if the, the good version of the Leafs doesn't show up, could be a long night because, you know, I'm with you guys, you watch the Oilers lately, it's an awful lot to like about what you're seeing. So, um, my prediction will be, uh, we'll go, we'll go five, three Edmonton. Zach Hyman will have a, a goal and, uh, the rest can write itself.
1: Davey, have yourself a great day. And uh, we will chat with you uh, Sunday on your show and then uh, next Tuesday here on mine. See you, boys.